But in all seriousness, whatever your husband thinks we did, we can explain. My husband? Boyfriend? I answer to no one, let alone a man. I am Cuchillos. Cuchillos. the Santos. So you're smarter than you look. Cuchillos? As in knives? Don't look so scared. I brought you here to thank you. When you Google some of the most powerful and famous mob bosses in history, almost every single one of them is a man. Al Capone, Lucky Luciano, Frank Costello, Frank Lucas, the list goes on. They have inspired some of the most famous characters in film and TV like Vito Carleone in The Godfather, Tony Montana in Scarface, and Tony Soprano in The Sopranos. A family man with an imposing personality who doesn't let anyone mess with him, the head of organized crime is a staple of any mob boss movie or TV series. Well, there's a new boss in town. Her name is Cuchillos, the mob boss of On My Block, a series on Netflix about a group of high school friends living in South Central Los Angeles. For the first two seasons of the series, Cuchillos was thought to be a man, the portrayal we're used to seeing of a terrifying gang leader who paints the town red with his enemies. Until the main characters are surprised to find themselves seated in front of a fierce Latina, played by the one and only Adaluz Pla. It was the part that I think that I think I was born to play and didn't know it. <laughs> she is, she's no, she's no joke. Adaluz Pla is an actor, writer, producer, and acting teacher who was born in Puerto Rico and grew up in the Bronx. As an actress, you might have seen Ada in Jane the Virgin, Grey's Anatomy, and Mayans, the Sons of Anarchy spin-off, which got her shortlisted for an Emmy last year. On today's episode of Latinx, Ada talks about being Latina and playing a role that we usually see played by men. Hola, yo soy Andrea Marquez, and this is Latinx, a show from La Red Hispana for those of us who feel like we're not from here nor there, ni de aquí ni de allá. As millennials, we have a lot to talk about and a lot we want to say. So join us in conversation every week as we figure out how we can get involved in our communities locally, nationally, or even internationally. As you know, a podcast is a journey, and I would love for you to follow ours. So follow us on Instagram at Latinx and reach out. I'd love to hear from you. We're also on Apple iTunes Podcasts, so remember to download and subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date. Due to safety reasons, we are recording from home, so please bear with us if the sound is not of studio quality. One of the first things I kind of researched was Pla, because I've never heard that last name. And I found out it was Catalan, and yes, Pla means yes. like plateau. Um, yes. Catalan. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Right, right. <laughs> You know, growing up, I absolutely hated it. They used to call me, oh, can you know, I'm from the hood. I'm from the Bronx. You know, I'm from Castle Hill Project. So, you know, the kids, they're, you know, but, you know, it, it builds character in me. But I got names like Plop, Plop, Fizz, Fizz, Oh, Watery, it is. <laughs> Latinx youth are more likely to experience economic poverty and less likely to enroll in extracurricular activities in college than their peers according to the PU Research Center. Because of this, there are Latino community outreach programs in place with the goal of engaging Latinx youth to be involved in the arts. Like Ada, many Latinx artists and creatives first decided to go into the arts as a way to escape. So I grew up, I was born in Puerto Rico. I grew up in the, uh, in the Bronx, in uh, Castle Hill Projects, and my parents introduced me to the arts as a means 
of keeping me off the streets. And I just fell in love with it. It was just my escape. It was my my refuge, you know, my incentive to want to succeed. When being the child of an immigrant, conversations about future careers are a little different. Parents usually want to see their children live a better life, succeed, and be happy. But when it comes to Latino parents, they also want their children, a lot who are first-generation Americans, to feel safe and secure in a way they weren't able to when they were the same age. This translates as having a safe job, a traditional path of education that leads toward plenty job prospects and the possibility of always being able to provide for their future families. But sometimes when you discover your true passion, it's really difficult to change the path you have chosen for yourself. I used to dance for the uh, uh, Dance Theater of Harlem and I was in the junior, I got accepted into the junior dance program in the hopes of training for a couple of years and audition for their, for their company. Uh, that didn't happen because my parents, of course, being, you know, the first in my family to even graduate from high school, they wanted me to go to college and be the mentor for my younger brothers and sisters. So I did that. I went, I ended up going to college and my father wanted me to be a lawyer, criminal lawyer for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, but I, I told my dad, I said, uh, I started taking uh, sociology classes, but I ended up taking more theater classes than anything else. And so my counselor said, you know, if you want to graduate in four years, you might as well just switch your, switch your major to theater because you're going to be here a couple more years if you don't. And so I told my dad, uh, I said, Dad, you know, I, I, I'm not happy doing anything else other than what I'm doing. And so that's what I did. And I gave them the degree. And after that, I said, I'm going to, you know, do, do, do me. I, I did my part as, as, you know, the good child, you know, and now I have to live for me. And so I went to the American Musical and Dramatic Academy and I wanted to do Broadway. That was my dream. I had a mentor uh, who encouraged me to come out to LA and said there was going to be an, an explosion of Latinos in film and television and that it was a good time. Though Latino representation in Hollywood still has a long way to go, as I spoke about on the sixth episode of Latin Aggies, we have come further. You know, um, Obviously, when I was growing up, there weren't many of us. And I, I don't think, I think it was, who was it that was um, Maria Conchita Alonso? She was the only person that I used to see on television. Maria Conchita Alonso was the first Latin American actress not born in the United States to star on Broadway in 1995. But then we saw West Side Story. West Side Story changed it all for me because prior to that, we didn't see us on television. We didn't see us represented. I didn't think that that was possible. But when we saw West Side Story, I said, this is what I want to do. And in particular, I loved Anita. I didn't like Maria very much. I was like, no, no, no. I want to be her. I want to be the singer, the dancer, the spitfire, the, you know, the no-nonsense, the, you know, the one that wants to live in America and do it all. That's who I was um, drawn to. Rita Moreno really did it for me. I loved her. I was, uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of hers. And even now, look at her now, you know, all the accolades and all the struggles. And I don't think people realize what struggles she went through to be where she is. But she truly paved the way for us. The heights, the heights, the heights. 
Musicals like West Side Story and In the Heights are so important to us Latinos because there aren't a lot. The same goes for TV series like Jane the Virgin, One Day at a Time, Queen of the South, Hentified, and On My Block. Desde chiquita, I think I've heard about La Reina del Sur toda mi vida. And that's like the only one woman that I ever see as the mob boss or, you know, anything really. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I have to really pay homage and really thank the creators and the writers and the producers of On My Block for making Cuchillos a woman which I think was very unexpected. You, from season one and two, you've always heard of Cuchillos, but you didn't know who Cuchillos was. Um, what you did know was that Cuchillos was the leader of the Santos and, you know, not one or several people to be reckoned with, you know. Um, so it was a breath of fresh air to see that Cuchillos was the queen pin. I likened Cuchillos to, to Griselda Blanco, who was a real-life queenpin, you know, who was a real-life drug lord and, you know, black widow and, you know, just a woman who was fearless, merciless, and ruthless. Griselda Blanco, also known as La Madrina, the black widow and the cocaine godmother, was a drug lord of the Medellin cartel in Colombia. Members of the cartel were able to smuggle cocaine across the border into the United States by using special undergarments especially designed by her. It is said that she was responsible for around 200 deaths during her reign as queenpin. It was the part that I think that I think I was born to play and didn't know it. <laughs> she was dominating in a male world, in a, a world that's really dominated by men. Um, she was the, the Pablo Escobar, the Al Pacino in, you know, in Scarface, you know, she is, she's no, she's no joke. <laughs> I loved every minute of it. The significance of this character might not be immediately understood, but the reason this is so important to the Latinx community in Hollywood is because we don't generally see ourselves in roles with power. For the most part, I play maids, you know, and I don't have any problems playing a maid because that's what my mother did, you know. I pay homage to the to the farmers and the maids, you know, and those are who we are. I said, but I'm just waiting for the time that we're playing doctors and lawyers and, you know, heads of business women, you know, we, we, we're those too. That's coming, I can feel it. Even if we have to create those ourselves. You can see Ada as Cuchillos on season three of the Netflix series On My Block and keep up with their amazing work on Instagram at Adaluz Bla, or Twitter at MS Bla, and Facebook at Adaluz Bla Williams fan page. As always, you can find this information in the description of this episode. You know, I learned that life is more than me, myself, and I. I think that, uh, that we are here to be servants of God. God has commanded us to love thy neighbor, and with that, we are to be of service to mankind. As I get older, that becomes more important than anything else. I encourage you guys to keep up with her and keep supporting content that features the Latinx community like On My Block. Other great shows that I recommend to watch are Jane the Virgin and Hintified. I look forward to meeting you and giving you a, a, a hug. <laughs> and, and, and a, but right now it's a virtual hug and a virtual kiss. <laughs> I hope to meet you someday in person. 
Hey guys, this is our seventh episode on Latinikis. As I said toward the beginning of this episode, a podcast is a journey, and I would love for you to follow ours. So follow us on Instagram at Latinikis and reach out. I'd love to hear from you.